If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hi everyone, Sandman here. This week in Toronto, Canada, the city I live in, we had a terrible ice storm. I was without electricity for almost two days. And there are still over 300,000 people without power as I record this video, mostly in the eastern part of the city. The trees all over town became frozen from freezing rain, and many of them came crashing down due to the ice covering them and subsequently took out thousands of electric wires across town. The day after the storm, there were almost no women to be seen anywhere, except perhaps in the shopping malls, trying to finish their Christmas shopping. Only a few shopping malls had power, by the way. Everywhere I looked, I could see men out and about, shoveling snow, cleaning ice off their car windows, and cleaning fallen branches off the road. But where were the women? With no power, they were inside by candlelight, like they had once done in centuries past. For the first time in years, all those useless candles and candle holders that women stash everywhere around the house had a purpose. And there were many cold, shivering women gathering around them. The only woman I managed to find outside in the freezing cold was this ice-covered mermaid statue. It was sad to see women standing by the windows, looking inside, like this one, only to see their husbands and mostly male children cleaning the frozen wasteland. They were all waiting for the eventual restoration of power so they could go back to gossiping on Facebook. Notice how the woman in this window felt shame when I took this video and decided to hide from my prying eyes. I explored my neighborhood a little bit more on Sunday and saw only boys skating around on this outdoor hockey rink. Usually it's a mix of boys and girls, but without the electricity, the building providing heat and hot chocolate was, wasn't functioning, and this was the effect. There were no women to be seen anywhere. The day after the power went out, there were no women anywhere on my street. They couldn't make their presence known to anyone in the outside world. They couldn't turn on the lights to their giant mansions to show off to the neighbors across the street. There weren't even the usual ladies that I saw on a regular basis walking their dogs. I spent most of the day driving around enjoying the Christmas season and only saw women in cars on the major roads. With the electric grid gone and weather approaching minus 10 to 20 degrees Celsius or 14 to minus 4 degrees Fahrenheit, all public spaces became effectively male space because women couldn't deal with the plummeting temperatures. There were other guys out and about with great smiles, taking pictures of downed tree branches. Some men brought out chainsaws and started cleaning the roads by cutting fallen trees away. Luckily for me, I have a generator, and it provided enough power for everything except the oven. I have portable propane lights and stoves just in case my generator and gas lines into the house went down as well. The only thing I didn't have was the internet, which I need to communicate with mostly my female clientele. So I got to enjoy the day off without women badgering me at home or work or whatever you call it. 
I work as a freelance photographer, videographer, slash web designer, so I'm constantly being bombarded by women demanding I finish work for them immediately. They don't have the common courtesy to understand that they are just one of dozens of my clients. And I've learned to charge per hour instead of per job because after many jobs, they become satisfied only to return a few days later and demand free changes to the work that I've already done. When I tell them it's per hour, they bitch and complain and demand that I charge them a flat fee. That's going to be the topic of another one of my video blogs in the future called Working with Women. Anyways, in the future, I hope that we have a real and severe prolonged energy crisis because I know it will force women to depend on men. Since most women will probably be single thanks to feminism, men will be able to charge independent women whatever it takes to provide the necessities of life, and women will gladly pay it. Because if they don't, they'll have to suffer through hard times, and mo many of them don't understand the idea of delayed gratification. They will probably spend all of their money on the basics of survival, and won't have any money left over for much else. And since men will be providing the basics to them, men will be the ones that have the surplus wealth to spend on the few consumer items available for purchase. It's days like today that I realize that a harsher and lower energy future will be better for men in some ways. We will rule the built world, and it's amazing to see how a total loss of electricity and heating affects most women. They get scared and paralyzed and won't leave the house. It's almost like a deer in headlights. And their only course of action is to get their agents slash husbands to go out and provide the basics of survival. Without access to modern communications, a woman's world becomes much smaller, and their ability to leash men with cell phones is greatly diminished. Men can continue to go out and communicate with each other without fear, but in a harsher world, women feel the need to have a man there with them for protection at all times from other men. I enjoyed my Sunday as Christmas came early this year, and my present was a day without women. I couldn't see their faces as the power was out in their homes, but I knew that they could hear my generator from many blocks away. And I was the only one in my neighborhood that had one. Most women would probably rather spend $1,000 on shoes than buy a generator for times of need. Even if they had a generator, how many of them could pick it up and move it without the aid of male help? It's times like these that I'm glad to be born a man. It's also times like these that I'm reminded in how much of a consumer culture we live. But from my experience, women will never change. I'll leave you today with an observation I made while looking at a traditional nativity scene. I know some of you might find it offensive, but now that I'm a MGTOW, I see everything in a new light. The birth of Jesus is a fascinating socio-economic story. If we translate it for today's society, then God the Father represents an absent alpha male, and Joseph, the father figure of Jesus, is a beta provider. And the three wise kings that provide assistance to Christ during his birth can be seen as the state coming to help provide for the child. So the story of Christmas tells us that if a beta male isn't capable of providing for children that aren't even his own, in this case belonging to God the Father, then the state will come to the assistance of the child by sending him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In this particular relationship, God is the alpha, Joseph is the beta, Mary gets all the attention from four men and a god. Anyway, 
I'll leave you with the sound of my generator humming in the background, with the dark street all around me, as the neighbors watch in disgust as I light my Christmas tree into the black of night. Enjoy your Christmas, and think good thoughts for Joseph, the beta male provider of Jesus. And don't hate me for taunting my female neighbors with my Christmas tree. Cheers.